Good morning and welcome to the Professional Millennials 10th podcast. He's Derek. And she's Tori. In today's episode, we're going to run through our typical schedule. We're going to try and do a quick update for you guys. Our topic of the day, which this week is podcasting. Dog of the week, our favorite segment, turn up or throw up. Deal of the week and wrap things up with our on the bright side. And let's jump right into that update now. It's been another solid week here at the Professional Millennials headquarters. We had a great start to the week going out to Yard Bar with a couple of friends. If you don't live in Austin, Yard Bar is a, I would say, more than dog-friendly bar. It's basically a dog park with a bar that's attached to it. Yes, and a patio for food. So it's really got all the main factors there. Dogs, dogs having fun, I mean, uh, beer and food. Yeah. So it was a fun time. They even have a little section of the menu that's just doggy foods. So we bought some little special turkey meatballs for Daisy, Charlie, and Luna. And we each had a nice little sandwich out there. Enjoyed the beautiful weather here. And I got to say, it's been an amazing spring here in Austin. We haven't just jumped into summer like we normally do. So we're trying to uh, take advantage of this beautiful weather. Yes, before we're melting this summer. Exactly. And that kind of reminds me, I wanted to talk about Recently, I've been trying to do a split with our days off. I think you like to do the same thing. But I just want to get your thoughts on what do you prefer? A super productive day off where like at the end of the day, you're like, wow, I checked off like 30 things from my to-do list or the day off where you do absolutely nothing? That is a hard question because it really just depends. I could go either way. Like, for example, I was doing like a ton of spring cleaning yesterday and mm-hmm. now our place looks so good and I feel like I can take my second day off to like do the second kind you mentioned where I just, you know, I guess we're doing our podcast, which is a little productive, but like we're just hanging out. We're hanging out with a friend later, just relaxing, self-care, going to do a face mask and mm-hmm. all that, you know, just uh, both, the best of both worlds for me. I feel like the past few weekends I've tried to do the same thing and then that second day I'm like, oh, well, I'll just go, like, water the plants, and then maybe I'll mow the lawn, and then it keeps snowballing, because as you do one thing, you see another, and like you said, once you're on a roll, you just want to keep going, and it does feel nice at the end of the day, but there's also days where I'm like, okay, now I'm tired, and I have to start work tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, like, you work a long day, and you work on your feet, so for you especially, like, it might be better for you to, like, switch them, like, maybe do your chill day Saturday, or, I'm sorry, your Sunday, and then Monday, you can really, like, be productive and like you'll make a list on Saturday of like, oh, I should do this tomorrow. Oh, I should do this. Like, but not today. For any confused listeners out there, if it's your first time joining us, I don't get Saturday, Sunday off. I have a rotating schedule. So I always work Saturdays and then I get Sunday, Monday and occasionally Tuesdays off as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I started working. I'm full time now. I'm, you know, your typical eight to five Monday through Friday. So it is kind of weird to have like only one overlapping day with Derek on the weekends. We get a Sunday. half day Saturday. I get off in the afternoon, so it's not like a full day, but still. Four, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, Lisa was asking me about that. My sister, you know, is it nice to like have a day where we're like separate on our day off? And I think it is kind of nice because like I'm more motivated to be productive when you're not around. Or like if I want to go get my hair and nails done, something that like I wouldn't want to like waste time on a day off we both have, like we can knock that out on that day. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, one thing I noticed is that I haven't had my home to myself really in like what, four years? It's been a long time that Tori's been working remote before this job she currently has. 
she signed on for a job that she knew would be remote. And then we had a couple of months where you were working in the office, what, like three months you were doing? I was hired in October, uh, you know, 2019, and then got sent home like March 14th, 2020. So I guess that was like a a good period where you would okay, have Okay, so five to six months. So that was nice. But besides that, over the past four years, I've had very little time alone. So like I said, it is nice when I can just kind of put my head down, do some stuff around the house, or even just relax. And having your own space, it can be nice. And sometimes you just want to listen to your podcast without headphones in, right? Was that an ad? No. All right. So we'll move on. We do want to have a special shout out today to some of our audience members. Looking at our stats and from our engagement here online, we see that we have some people listening in Germany, India, and Australia. So for all of our international peeps, thank you so much for supporting. Thank you for listening. We're so glad to have you on board. We'd love to hear from you to get your perspective on our show. Also, let us know if there's stuff you'd like us to cover. It's always great just hearing from different perspectives, and we were just shocked to hear that, like, our reach is that far. Like you said at the beginning, 10 episodes in, we're already a multinational podcast. I'm pretty excited about that. I love the blending of cultures like we talked about in our regional cuisine episode. So this is just super exciting for us. We hope you're as excited as we are. This week, we are kicking it off with podcasts for our topic. Millennials absolutely love listening to podcasts. Derek was showing me some stats that said that the average range of listeners is between ages 25 to 44, which is almost perfectly lined up with the age range for millennials. And this hits on a topic that we talked about previously where millennials are going to have the strongest buying power of any generation ever. A, we're a huge, huge subsection of the population. And B, we're all workforce age now. We're all the earners in our families for the most part, which means that there's a lot of money behind podcasts. There is a lot of money going into ads, and that is making these podcasts increase their budget. They're able to get more funding. They're able to do larger things, reach larger audiences, and expand their reach, pulling in even more listeners. Absolutely. And podcasts are pretty crazy. It's wild how many different genres and topics there are. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some of them probably don't even have topics. Like, it's probably just people talking. But anybody could find a podcast for something that they're interested in. Yeah, that's something that is really unique about podcasts because when I think about podcasts, I can't get into this topic without mentioning talk radio, which has been a huge part of media for basically a century here in America. Think about scenes from the Christmas story, the family getting around the radios to listen to their little talk show, comedy shows, news programs, whatever they were. And there's a big difference between the mass appeal that a radio show had to reach compared to the niche nature of podcasts. Like you said, there are so many different podcasts available. Currently, there's between seven and 800,000 active podcasts. So think of how many different specific topics can be touched on in those podcasts, as opposed to trying to appeal to millions of people in one city that a broadcast for talk radio would be hitting. 
Oh my gosh, do you remember the days driving around and like trying to fight with your parents over the radio? Like you want to listen to music and they're like, no, 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 like this is when so-and-so comes on talk radio. Like I can't miss it. And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh. And it's crazy how like now I'm into that kind of thing. Whereas mm-hmm. as a kid, I was like, gosh, this is the worst. I specifically remember driving home from this wrestling club I was a part of because in the uh, scholastic wrestling Oh my gosh. Sorry, we have to take a little pause here. Hazel just spazzed out and fell off the window, which scared Daisy. Poor girls are freaking out right now. Anyway, I remember coming back from club wrestling practices with my dad in his car, and every single time we'd be driving home with his fa- one of his favorite shows on, always the same one, and I didn't hate it because he actually had a Linkin Park song as one of his intros, so I liked it because I was you know a teenager enjoying that music, but then it was just talk, talk, talk. So much talk. Yeah. And again, like you said, we were not into it then. And now millennials are getting to an age where we enjoy consuming media in that spoken word format. I guess this is just part of growing up, huh? It's the circle of life. <laughs> and like I mentioned, there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts available with an estimated 30 million podcast episodes currently online ready to be streamed. One of the biggest benefits of that is, like I said, you stream them, you aren't locked into a time slot. So there's so much wasted time on a talk show because many times when you come back from a commercial, you have to reintroduce yourself, reintroduce the topic, recap a lot of things that listeners who got there late may have missed. Yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, it's a live thing versus podcast where you are recording it and people can listen to it at their convenience. It's more about the consumer and the listener. Podcast kind of piggybacks off of the services provided through Audible, listening to audiobooks. It's all about convenience. It's nice that you don't have to wait to like order a book and have it come in the mail. And it's read to you by somebody usually with a nice and appealing voice. Something I love to piggyback off of your idea there is when you listen to a book that's an audio book, not written word, you're able to hear the author's tone. And that's such a huge part of human communication. So listening to books written by Jocko Willink, the Navy SEAL, has a much different attitude, a much different feel than if you were to read the words. Because hearing him tell these stories in war zones really is powerful. Another one that's a little bit funnier is John Taffer's book, Don't Bullshit Yourself. He's such an over-the-top, larger-than-life character. To hear him telling the stories just sounds so right. Some authors don't read their own books on Audible. They'll have it outsourced to somebody who can like do a different voice for each character yeah. or something to just like make it next level or more fun. Mm-hmm. And something cool about podcasting as well that is better than radio is if radio has an issue... Any live show, whether it's audio, visual, or anything else, if they have an issue, they have to try to keep moving forward. They can't stop, fix it, re-record, and edit, whereas podcasts can have such a high-quality feel because it's easy to be edited after the fact. So because of all of these reasons we just mentioned, podcasts are skyrocketing in popularity. It's pretty crazy to see the numbers And also, people who are putting out content in other parts of media are also incorporating podcasts into that. 
you know, it seems like with our short attention spans, having that audio podcast is the best way to keep our attention, or I guess we could multitask while doing that. It's not like you're stuck sitting somewhere watching something. Mm -hmm. That flexibility that we talked about of being able to tune in whenever you want, when you want to stream, and being able to listen along without being fully engaged watching helps. But the numbers have shown that in 2013, there were about 19 million weekly podcast listeners in 2019 that number jumped to 62 million and like we mentioned earlier we're now up around 150 plus million weekly podcast listeners so that is an insane jump in just about a year year and a half to go from 62 to over 150 million podcasts are definitely one of the most popular mediums for content these days looks like we started the right kind of show this week's dog of the week is going to be a group of dogs. This group of dogs helped out the St. Louis Zoo Wild Care Park. Recently, as part of their conservation efforts, they have encountered a virus which is killing off box turtles. Now, these conservationists obviously want to save the turtles and make sure they can continue their lineage, but it's very hard to find them. Previously, they've been walking through the fields spread out, just staring down at the ground looking for these turtles, but they hide very well, they have natural camouflage, and they'd missed so many. Instead, they enlisted the help of a group of spaniels. These spaniels help the research team track and retrieve box turtles using their strong sense of smell, which allows them to find the animals, all of them, on this 425-acre plot in just a matter of hours, which normally took the researchers weeks. Now, my favorite part is that these soft-mouthed dogs gently pick up the turtles, bring them back to the researchers who are able to swab the mouths of the turtles, help save them and track them for the next year. After that, the turtles are allowed to go back into hibernation and these dogs get a nice belly rub for their hard work. All right, let's jump right into our turn up or throw up. I feel like I usually know going into these, like what, how you're going to respond, but I'm not really too sure this week. So... Let's dive in. Perfect. You feeling ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. So first thing I'm going to ask you about is a genre, true crime podcasts. Throw up. <clears throat> I don't need any more negativity in my life. The internet's already negative enough. What, I'm enough? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I love true crime podcasts, so this is another um, op- no, opposite to track. No, you do. Okay. Didn't need the sass. All right, number two, Joe Rogan podcast. Turn up. Kind of came around to him. I mean, the nice thing about Joe Rogan is he'll give a lot of different people a platform. He seems very open-minded and he's good at getting people to share their thoughts without controlling the conversation too much. No matter how you feel about him, I think he does a pretty good job of interviewing people and letting them open up. Are all of his podcasts? Uh, podcast episodes an interview with somebody or does he ever do solo what's his like i don't think i've ever seen him do a solo i'm pretty sure it's always interview i mean i haven't seen that many compared to how many he's published but i know some have been taken down so i don't know if there are some that have been up with just solo but i'm pretty sure they're always a interview format gotcha all right uh next turn up or throw up for you is sports podcasts big time turn up going back to the days of mike and mike Probably the greatest sports show ESPN has had in our lifetime. Uh, I love the 
way you can listen to those sports highlights, get caught up from the past week, the past day, past month, whatever it is. And you can do it multitasking, do it while you're falling asleep. Great, great genre there. Absolutely. Uh, next one for you is uh, like the Barstool podcast or Call Her Daddy, which is under the Barstool umbrella. <laughs> I have never heard of that one. But pardon my take, I've listened to a few episodes. They're pretty funny, pretty entertaining. I've tried to listen to them while falling asleep. It doesn't work. <laughs> they're, they're just too funny. Uh, but great for like a car ride, keeps you upbeat, has a good time. They do a nice blend of sports, pop culture, and just current events. Nice. Excellent. I, I need to give them a listen to. I think the Call Her Daddy one's like their female one. Okay. Okay. That makes sense that I haven't heard of it then. I've heard of it. I heard they had like some drama or something. I'll have to look into it. I mean, it's female focused. There's going to be drama. That's what of you love. Of course. Right. All right. Next genre I have is news podcasts. Turn up. I've definitely listened to a couple of different news or news commentary podcasts. And when we were doing our research, we saw that the top listenership for talk radio basically all lands in news so i think that's definitely transferring now over to the podcast medium it does make sense we've got a lot going on these days so (laughs) it's almost information overload with the news right it's almost like i try and avoid it at least if you do a podcast you're not watching it so you can tune it out a little bit easier and you know skip over things in your own head focus on something else and then kind of listen back in and dive into that content when you're in the mood for it yeah yeah all right, next one for you is Office Ladies Podcast. Turn up. Best part of that to me is we know because we're big fans, but a lot of the actors who portrayed the characters in The Office didn't really watch the episodes other than the first time around. They haven't seen it in years or rarely watch it, and so they actually aren't aware of some of the Easter eggs that fans know. So it's cool to see their reaction to something that we've known for years, them being a part of it. It's very cool. And Office Ladies has inspired other cast members to create their own podcast, which yeah. provides even more insight into behind-the-scenes stuff. What's that other one you're listening the to? The Office Deep Dive with Brian Bumgarner, which to me, my mind was blown when I heard the actor speaking who plays Kevin, and his voice wasn't actually Kevin's voice. The fact that he was in character for all his episodes, never breaking, it blew my mind that he actually had a completely different and very smooth voice which i think is great for the podcast but the same laugh right yeah i can catch it in the laugh a little bit of that rasp and that funny kevin personality hard to explain (laughs) oh man all right next one fiction podcasts i'll go with throw up just because i haven't really gotten into them yeah i agree i've like listened to one and it's just, it ain't it. It's not it's our bad. weird. Yeah. yeah. But to each their own. That might be somebody's cup of tea. Next topic here. Reality TV podcast, specifically Bachelor podcast. What are your thoughts? Throw up. <clears throat> it is such trash. The Bachelor segment of culture. I hate it. I hate that it's so big. I hate that it's gotten such a broad (laughs) viewership. I hate that there's people from all different areas watching it. But I guess that's why it's so good because it does appeal to so many different people. But I just think our world would be better off without Bachelor. I mean, think about it. We're all locked at home. 
They're giving us more content than ever before this upcoming year. Like, this is a, a great time to love reality TV. And you should give it another shot. I think once we have, like, a live season, you'll also think it's hilarious. I mean, I won't say that it doesn't suck me in from time to time, but I just think the world's better off without it. I stand by that. I mean, you're not wrong, but give a girl her guilty pleasure, you know? All right, next option here, political podcasts. Turn up. Like I mentioned earlier, the mass appeal versus niche audience, I think that works really well for political uh, commentary podcasts because the people who want to hear your point of view can hear your point of view. You're not wasting your time on other listeners. It's very focused. And the other part is the ad revenue side. People can put very targeted ads, which seems to be where the money is, Broad appeal, broad spectrum ads online don't tend to have very good results. So if you can say, hey, people who listen to X point of view will buy Y product, it's beneficial to the podcaster. They get more money. It's beneficial to the people trying to sell their product. And it's beneficial to people listening because they probably care about that product being advertised on the podcast that they care about hearing about. True that. Let's wrap Turn Up or Throw Up up today with my last question for you. This is about ads on podcasts. Very conflicted turn up. Now, at this point, the Professional Millennials podcast has been ad-free, even though we were given one podcast ad opportunity early on. And if we do take on ads, I hope we'll keep them to be very few because it can definitely break up the episode, which is something that I like about podcasting, again, more than talk radio, where talk radio had very fixed schedules with ads whereas podcasting can be a little bit more fluid, a little bit more dynamic, maybe start with them, toss in the middle, or integrate them nicely. But they can definitely get to be too many in some episodes, which can be quite annoying. How about you? What do you think about ads and podcasts? I kind of feel the same way. Uh, I'm not going to say that I've never been influenced by a podcast ad. You know, like, especially like when you're like, Thinking that these podcasters are people you really vibe with, like you trust what they're saying, you listen regularly, you subscribe, you know, like if that's something that they're actually using and it's benefiting them, like I've done research and stuff and like usually they'll have a promo code, like it's a a win-win for everybody, like you said, but sometimes like they won't transition into it, like they'll stick the ad in like mid-sentence. I like when people put like a little jingle before and after so it makes it easier to skip the ad, that kind of thing. Um... Yeah, I've definitely heard some that cut off the conversation. And you're thinking to yourself, what are you doing? You just had my attention. Now I'm turned off. And I'm almost mad at the advertiser, even though they probably didn't choose where to put the ad. But it's frustrating when they do a read and all of a sudden it's, well, we'll get into that more. I get that a little bit with the hook. But when you can integrate them a little bit easier where you can have a completed thought and then go into the ad, it's a little bit smoother. 100% and it's not like we have any ads we don't know like they certain people you might have to put them at a certain time or something but you know it's up to the podcaster to make it like not harsh you want this to be a pleasurable listening experience so Mm -hmm. I feel you on that the deal of the week is more a deal of the day today is national pretzel day Monday April 26 2021 This is something you can take advantage of at a few different places. Uh, First and foremost, Auntie Anne's pretzels. 
Mm, love that place. Best part of going to the mall. I know. I'm like, uh, might be worth a trip to the mall on Monday just to hit up this place. Uh, you can get a free pretzel as long as you're on their app. Sign up as a, a Pretzel Perk member. Additionally, though, Wetzel's Pretzels, which is probably also at the mall near you, you can get a free pretzel without any membership or app. So just roll over there, get a free pretzel while supplies last. And I did notice for people in Philadelphia, uh, Philly Pretzel Factory is also giving away free pretzels. So I, I got to say, I didn't know you were going to talk about Philly Pretzel Factory, but I have these memories of my family's Thanksgiving where... Some of my relatives, some of the Shearers lived in South Jersey. That's a big Philly market. They would grab a big bag of Philadelphia pretzels, and it went so good with that meal. Oh, wow. The Thanksgiving meal? Yeah, remember we used, because we would do the day after Thanksgiving for a few years, because everyone was busy on Thanksgiving. We had a Black Friday uh, German-themed meal, and that was some goulash soup on a cold New Jersey Thanksgiving or Black Friday. Oh, yeah. That sounds fire. So happy National Pretzel Day, everybody. Go cash in at... Auntie Anne's, Wetzel's Pretzels, or Philly Pretzel Factory. So our On the Bright Side is some really big news. If you are not into aviation aeronautics or space exploration, you may have missed this, but this past week... The NASA Perseverance rover was able to pull breathable oxygen from air on Mars. That's right. This little golden toaster-sized device pulled oxygen out of the Martian atmosphere, which is tested to be at about 96% carbon dioxide. So if you took chemistry, you may know that carbon dioxide just means it is a carbon molecule with a couple of oxygen molecules there. And here on Earth, our life is sustained by us breathing oxygen and plants taking in that CO2 to make themselves energy. It is really an amazing breakthrough that maybe someday there could be a colony on Mars. I don't think I want to move there anytime soon, but this is a breakthrough of massive proportion. Maybe in our lifetime, we will see Elon and Grimes living on Mars. Grimes did recently tweet that she is, quote, ready to die with the red dirt of Mars beneath my feet, quote. That is a pretty wild tweet. I see it in a couple of lights. One, kind of crazy. Two, looking way towards the future. And three, she sounds like a full-on Elon stan. She loves her man so much. She's ready to die on Mars. Literally, I mean, think about it. She lives with him they have a baby together she probably hears more about his ideas than anyone else she probably knows the full plan and all of the crazy thoughts that elon has wow think of all the thoughts that he's workshopped or think tanked that she's heard and none of the public has. There's some wild things that she probably knows that he's going to have in the works eventually or has on the back burner that we can't even fathom. Now I'm thinking about their kid. Like, what will their kid know? What will their kid do? Wow. It's a crazy world we're living in. I hope this story just brings you some more hope and makes you look towards the future as something positive. 
thank you guys so much for tuning in to our 10th episode. We're so excited to hit double digits and so excited to do it with you guys on this journey with us. Hope you guys have an amazing week. He's Derek. She's Tori. And thanks for tuning in to the Professional Millennials Podcast. Thank you.